Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm, of course, your host with the most Phil Better, and today I am happy to have a TEDx speaker, TEDx organizer, a TEDx or just an amazing person altogether, university professor, Helena Pawata. Helena, thank you so much for being a guest. Hi, Phil. Thank you for inviting me. How are you doing today? And I'm so excited to talk with you. So first of all, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Great. Thank you. Thank you very much. No problem. Um, so Elena, you've you're a communication coach, you're a speaker, TEDx organizer. You've organized the TEDx women's conference for eight years in Poland. You've you're a university professor. Um, let's just have a quick rundown about who you are from you. Uh, introduce yourself to my audience. Yeah, so first of all, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, thank you so much for having me. And um, I must say that I have uh, uh, several different perspectives on business and entrepreneurship. As um, uh, as you mentioned, I'm, I'm a university professor and I'm a researcher. So I've been looking at entrepreneurship and business from a researcher point of view. I have written several articles. I, I have a book about global entrepreneurs. I did a TEDx talk about entrepreneurs. But on the other hand, I have my personal experience as an entrepreneur, as uh, I have a communication coach in business. I'm an executive communication coach. And uh, this is what I do. I'm doing trainings, workshops on uh, public speaking, on effective communication, on negotiations. And uh, I think that uh, the, those experiences allowed me to look at, at uh, business, at entrepreneurship from both sides, from the, the theoretical perspective and also from my own practical perspective. And as you mentioned, I'm also uh, or organizing TEDx events for the last eight years. And I love this platform because this is the platform where you meet amazing people and you hear amazing ideas. That's why I'm I'm a TED fan and uh, I've been doing it for years now. So, yeah, that's about me. So I, I want to you, you did you start being an entrepreneur first or was it the professor that came first? Was it teaching in universities and all that or was it something that kind of both worked together? Uh, I think that business came first. Um, I have uh, business experience since my early childhood because I started helping my father who owned his own business as a child. You know, I was uh, I used to come to his office with uh, all of those old school computers. I, I used to play games, the, the first ever games, I think, on, on TVs. <laughs> And uh, I saw, you know, I saw the documents, I saw the computers, I, um, I was counting some things. You know, my dad, he gave me work. I, of course, I thought that it is such a responsible work to do. For example, I had, you know, 100 
you know, of something, pens or some souvenirs, because this is what his business was about in the beginning. And I was counting. I was like, okay, dad, here you have 95 or, or 78. And I, I felt super responsible. So I think that it gave me a little perspective from the very beginning that you have to do something you have to work even sometimes on weekends uh, if uh, if you want to achieve something. And this experience of helping my dad during weekends sometimes, it was, I think it was the start of my entrepreneurial journey. But then later on, of course, I had uh, some of my own experiences. I had uh, my, my own uh, business for five years. We had uh, uh, restaurants we were running restaurants with my husband and uh, and catering business and then at some point i decided that i want to study this i want to actually start my phd journey and i want to have a deeper um, understanding of what entrepreneurship is all about of what business is all about and i then i started doing the research so for a couple of years this was the only thing I, I did. And uh, yeah, and then, and then I started my coaching business. So more or less at the same time when I started my, uh, my academic career, I started my coaching business. So this is how my journey looked like. That's, that's awesome. And I'm guessing being a university professor actually helped the coaching business because here you are studying it, you're teaching it. So obviously your clients know that you're coming from some, you have that authority behind it because you're doing it. Um, how was it starting two ventures at the same time? Because you're, you're teaching kids or you're teaching your students about entrepreneurship, about the business world. At the same time, you're trying to, build up your coaching business how how was that uh juggling act if you will uh, you know very often they say that you have to do only one thing to be um, to be the best in it and i totally agree with this so if you want to be the best if you want to to um, to, to master something and maybe you know to become a millionaire or to become the most respected professor at the university then you would have to to focus only on this one thing but in my case i think that this is not the motivation to be the the best or the richest i think that uh, in my case my motivation is that i want to to influence, to help as many people as possible. And uh, I can see that uh, when I'm uh, working with students, um, with the younger generation, I, I have this power to, to inspire them and even to, to, to influence their careers. Sometimes they are contacting years after after our meetings, after our courses, and they say that, hey, this something that you said really uh, influenced me. That's why I made this and this decision. So I feel that it gives me um, a lot of, of satisfaction and feeling of contribution to this world. But at the same time, by working with business professionals, uh, working with, with groups of managers, of executives, I can see that they are lacking a lot of those soft skills that uh, they did not uh, maybe have 
chance to practice or they did not have studied this at the university, right? This is not something that uh, that we study in school, that, that we learn at school, unfortunately, but I think that this is so important. And I also think that uh, this combination of uh, working with business professionals and with younger generations, it gives me this fulfillment that yes i can um i can both work with both audiences and if you ask me you know how it is possible to to balance well i think that uh, by giving my maximum effort in both of those areas um i think that i feel pretty fulfilled in in both fields that's great that's great um what was there something specific about the communication world that that drew you into it that you wanted to help uh uh entrepreneurs become better uh communicators was there something was there a spark somewhere in your journey that was like yeah this is this is where i want to focus my attention hmm. yeah i think that um when i especially when i started organizing tedx events this it was eight years ago when i started doing tedx events we had a lot of uh, partners uh, business business partners and sponsors and uh, those uh, companies they started um, they started reaching out to to myself as an organizer and to to our organization as to our coaches that they need support with this they need support with with public speaking so we started with giving some workshops for um, for those companies and uh, working with people individually and this is when i realized that there is a need that there is a problem that exists that uh, many business professionals they are the best in their areas, uh, whether it is accounting or finance or human resources, but uh, there is a gap in this um, uh, interpersonal communication, negotiation skills, sales skills. And uh, therefore, after some time uh, of, of doing those workshops, um, I also did a trainer certification I was certified by Dale Carnegie training as a, as a business trainer. I was working with them for some time, for a couple of years uh, with Dale Carnegie. And uh, I, I still see that there is um, so uh, much need in this area. And in order to change this, I would say that we not only need uh, training and coaching for business professionals, but also I see the need that we really need to include those soft skills and pay attention to those soft skills uh, during our early uh, education, during our school years, uh, university years, because uh, those th this is the the just the 
basics of everything, right? Communication yeah. with other people, how we how we listen to others, how we respond to others, how we disagree with others, how we express our opinions. And we very often see this even on, on social media that people are not able to, to express uh, their opinions without offending other people. And uh, when we have to work in, in such environment, it can be really a big problem. So yeah, I think that uh, that's why this area is so important. Yeah, no, uh, I, I can I can vouch from my personal experience, uh, interpersonal communication, the ability to hold a conversation to negotiate and all that are very important skills that we do not, we are lacking in our educational system because we get the hard skills, the math, the sciences and all that. And yeah, that's great. But when you have to do an interview with people, you need to know how to communicate with them. You need to know how to do the next level of getting them to give you the responses you want or when you are on a 10x speech uh, stage, giving that speech, you need to be able to be confident in yourself and be aware of what you need to say. So, or even if it's in the boardroom, those skills are so important to get your point across. So at least we have an expert here on the, the podcast sharing, uh, sharing her story with us. Um, I do want to know, how did you get involved in the TEDx? Because I've always, you're the, I think you are the third TEDx speaker we've had on the show um, and I'm always interested, how did you start? Like, I know how you get into giving a speech, but how we've never had an organizer on the show. So how did you get into that world of organizing TEDx? Yeah, I remember I was, uh, it was a spontaneous decision that led me to this eight years crazy <laughs> journey. Um, I was sitting with my friends. I think we had a meeting of Toastmasters Club and then we had an after party we were sitting and chatting that hey TEDx events are amazing it would be great to have one in uh, in our city and uh, someone said yeah they, I remember there was an event but now they're not organizing it anymore uh, yeah now we don't have any organizers and then I was like, guys, we should do this. Let's do this. <laughs> and then everyone came back home and we forgot about it. But I did not forget. <laughs> I came back home. I started doing my research on how to become an organizer. And actually, it's very easy. You just have to apply for a license, uh, to write to, to TED that you want to have this local TEDx event independently organized by the team. You need to show that you have a team, that you have some ideas that you want to share. And hey, and I received a license. I think that in the beginning, the first time I did not receive it. Uh, and uh, they said no, because something was wrong with my application. Then I fixed it. And then I received it. And I think I remember in the beginning, I was like, wow, really? It was just such a spontaneous decision. But uh, here I am, I have to do this because now I I have it that it is on TED.com website that I'm the organizer of this event. What should I do? I've never done it. But um, I remember that I reached out to my friends on Facebook. I just wrote Facebook post that, hey, I'm organizing this event. Would you like to help me? And I received a lot of feedback from from my friends, from 
some some people that I did not really know. Uh, and they said that, yeah, I would love to help. So we just had a couple of meetings. We shared uh, the, the work that we have to do. And yeah, and we organized our first event was very, uh, uh, I remember, we did not really know what we are doing, but we were very proud of it. So, uh, but uh, I, when we saw the result, when we saw the talks, we were like, wow, we should do it again. <laughs> and so we just, this is how it started. So uh, this is now year, it will be year number eight, uh, when we are organizing this event. That's that's amazing that it's just a spontaneous decision at a meeting of just Toastmasters. Hey, we should do TEDx. And then you're just like, okay, we're doing it. And you just ran with it. Um, you must have gotten so many great connections, so many great talks. Um, have you how many have you been given talks every year at the TEDx events that you put on? Or is it you're allowing other guests to uh, have the forefront? So uh, organizers cannot speak at their own events. Okay. So practically, I'm speaking at every event I'm organizing because I'm welcoming everyone. I'm thanking partners and uh, inviting everyone to the after party, sharing some organizational information. But uh, I, I cannot be the, the TEDx speaker and share my own idea. And for many years, my colleagues, they were asking me, so when are you going to speak? You're organizing all the time. So now it's time for you to speak. And last year, I, when I, my book was published, the, my research about uh, global entrepreneurs, I decided to share this idea and I applied to two events. Uh, two events. I, I know how to write an application. I know what, <laughs> uh, what TEDx organizers are looking for. That's why I was accepted to both of them. <laughs> a little, then, you had a little inside information on how to win those uh, organizers, yeah, get, get on the stage. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm also, you know, coaching people. I'm helping them to become TEDx speakers. And uh, because I have both of these um, insights from uh, being a speaker and being an organizer. So it helps, it helps a lot. And yeah, I was uh, accepted to both of those events. But the problem was that both of those events, they, um, they, they were at the same time, same oh. date. And I had to choose. So I chose one, unfortunately. And the second one, they said that, oh, so maybe next year. So who knows, maybe this year. I will have the second the second TEDx talk if they invite me second time. That's awesome. Uh, I, I do want to talk about your book. Um, uh, do we have the name of your book here? Hold on. I think I do. Uh, no, I don't. So what is the name of your book? My book is called Born Global Entrepreneurs, and uh, it is based on my research on of behaviors of uh, entrepreneurs who go global immediately. They don't start developing uh, in their uh, local markets, but they just immediately start global businesses. And those people are just amazing. <laughs> um, speaking about those people, how many, obviously this is a book more on research and the, the skills that they have. How many entrepreneurs, global entrepreneurs, did you look at? So um, I 
presented some you know statistics and and things like that more macro uh, things but also i had eight uh, eight case studies where i actually had uh, interviews with those people and i described their their behaviors their how they uh, what is their mindset so i looked at two things what is their mindset like uh, how are they thinking how are they um, perceiving the, the world and the second thing is how are they behaving on the market so i think that uh, those two areas uh, of those entrepreneurs i looked at and when I had conversations with them, I was just um, shocked that such people exist. And I must say that uh, it influenced my business career as well. When I was doing my research and I was I was talking with those people, it's like, wow, they are they just don't see any borders. They don't see any limitations they turn every problem every challenge into opportunity so yeah maybe i adopted some of those behaviors as i was doing my research and writing my book that's why uh, th that's why it influenced my coaching business a little bit i i can i can certainly see that because it, when you're meeting and i can speaking from personal personal experience so anecdotal evidence um since I started interviewing entrepreneurs from around the world, I, I started seeing the world like, because I'm a digital entrepreneur, I work more in the on the internet. I can see it. People like you're not geolocated. Like I can get clients from all over the world. And so you stop thinking about how you're limited by your physical aspect because we have we live now live in a global society. We can communicate with people from all over the world. So I, I saw my mind change as well. And obviously you're working with high level entrepreneurs and that. So your your mind shift must have been amazingly uh, brilliant. Um, what are some, I don't want you to reveal too much about your book, but what are some of the traits that you found in these entrepreneurs that are going global? Like one or two traits that they have that, most people probably don't realize. Yeah, so some of those traits, uh, I'm speaking about them in my uh, TEDx talk. So to, to know a little bit more, maybe I will encourage you to have a look. Uh, it is called, What Can We Learn From Global Entrepreneurs? And uh, the main um, ones I would say is that uh, the, the networking, that they are all the time uh, in constant contact with many people at the same time and while i was doing the interview i still remember that uh and and this you know it was a time before covid it was before all this digital revolution where everyone went online and they uh they learned how to use zoom and everything so only a few people knew how to do this but they uh, they used to say during the interviews that hey i was just speaking with a guy from mexico and then uh, I, in an hour i have a call with someone from australia and then i'm going to this conference in china and i was like you know so many so many people so many contacts all around the world 
all the time they're looking for business opportunities and even if they are not doing business they are still attending networking events and getting to know new people for example one of the people who entrepreneurs whom i interviewed uh, he he just finds um, opportunities everywhere where he meets new people so he went to a networking event he went to the workshop how to start a podcast and again it was time where podcasts uh, were not so popular as they are now and now he has like four podcasts of his own so he met someone and he started uh, uh, he started doing this he started learning uh, doing it uh, learning by doing mm -hmm. right so this is another another trait that they have they are not waiting for being perfect in certain area they're just starting uh, if they don't have any you know uh, education maybe in a certain area or a lot of information they're just starting and then they're looking for people and building this community around new idea so this networking is uh, such an important thing and um, another thing is uh, building uh, so uh, building this community and build, building kind of um, patchwork from many different people and uh, uh, areas of knowledge. So they start by analyzing what they have, not uh, by thinking wh where they want to be in five or 10 years. So this way of thinking is more kind of corporate way of thinking where we we have a goal and we are starting to plan how to get there and those entrepreneurs they they just don't know where they are going yet but they are saying okay whom do i know what do i have how much money can i invest in order to have something for the next business and yeah, and let's just start. Whom do I know? What do I have? And let's go. And immediately they start doing this. So they don't think much. And they treat all the uh, challenges as opportunities. So this is the most inspiring. And of course, the last thing is that I can mention is uh, the feedback, that they're in constant search for feedback. Mm, uh, I think that this this mindset helps a lot to understanding that you're not perfect, that other people are better than you in, in uh, certain areas. So, so they surround themselves with people who are good in, in uh, different areas. And then uh, they are constantly getting feedback on their new ideas and their new products. And constantly constantly improving themselves so i think that those traits are the the main ones i love it you just gave a master class in like three minutes on stuff to be <laughs> a, a global entrepreneur or just an entrepreneur in general but also some great um some great advice for just starting anything it's just like you said they just start they may not be an expert they may have no education in it they just start and along the way they they piecemeal their education and they find the people who know how to do it oh my god so much knowledge <laughs> already in this uh podcast and i'm so happy to have you uh dr Pedroa. um 
what what is the goal? What where do you see yourself going in let's say the next five years? Since we we talked about how entrepreneurs have goals, do you have a set goal that you're looking to get? Are you looking to get up to the TED talks or are you still wanting to control that TEDx uh, speaker area? Yeah, so um, in the upcoming uh, couple of years, I'm uh, involved in a very interesting research project. I'm super excited about this. And now I'm uh, looking at uh, entrepreneurs and also not only at their behaviors, but also on the ecosystems that um, influence uh, the development of global entrepreneurs and what what actually governments can do, what universities can do in order to um, just uh, make those companies globalize faster. So this is, uh, I'm super excited about this and uh, that's why I will be traveling to uh, some uh, uh, biggest uh, ecosystems and, and uh, talking to people. So this is for the next couple of years. And as for my um, business side, of course, I will keep uh, coaching people who want to become TEDx speakers and uh, coaching business professionals who want to improve their communication skills, their public speaking skills. I'm super happy about uh, live events coming back. Of course, there are still uh, there are still a lot of online events. So I think that I'm speaking in uh, on an online conference. Uh, but, but, you know, those online events, they give a lot of opportunities as well. For example, I'm able to speak in, in Korea uh, in, in May on, on a big conference as a speaker online. So I don't have to travel there. But at the same time, I will be working live uh, in Kenya. In, at the same time when, when the co other conference will take place. So I'm like, wow, this is cool that this hybrid space allows this. But uh, I'm happy that live events are coming back because uh, be working with groups, working with people live, it is it gives you amazing uh, um, opportunity to actually be there with people and to, to feel them, to respond immediately to, to their doubts. Uh, and of course, in the communication, I think that this interpersonal life communication is very important. That's why I'm happy that some of some of the live events keep, uh, are now coming back. But still, I'm working online a lot with uh, with my clients. I have a lot of online clients. So I think that this this will be the business challenge for the next couple of years to be able to manage all of the. Um, live opportunities that keep coming back uh, and uh, to still manage my online clients and be able to uh, to find the balance between both of them. So you have now fully stepped into being a global entrepreneur because you are now working everywhere. You're having the abilities to, like you're working in Kenya on your next project, but as well continuing on your your, your business practices, being a glo uh, speaker and that. So you have essentially become a global entrepreneur. You've studied them and you've now become them. That yeah. is amazing. Um, 
Elena, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. I'm going to jump off the stage right now. I'm going to let you have uh, the last little bit here. Let my audience know where they can find you, how they can connect with you. In case there's someone who wants to be a TEDx speaker, who better than someone who's been organizing it for the last eight years and who has studied global entrepreneurs to teach you that if you need help. So, Elena, the, uh, the floor is yours. Thank you so much, Phil. So yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure sharing some of the uh, tips with you. And uh, if you want to get in contact, then please find me on Facebook, on Instagram, on LinkedIn. Just type in my name and surname and I will be there. My website is also my name and surname. Uh, I have uh, some free uh, uh, giveaways for you. If uh, you are interested in becoming a TEDx speaker, then you can download the um, the guide how to become a TEDx speaker, uh, which is free. You can also schedule a short call with me, 15-minute call, where we can discuss your issues connected with communication and with your TEDx idea if you want to become a TEDx speaker. And you can do this on my website. So I would be happy to chat with you. And thank you very much once again. It was a pleasure being on the show. Elena, I want to thank you again. It was a pleasure talking with you, getting to know uh, you as well as some of your uh, topics that you talk about. I've already uh, bookmarked your talk uh, on global entrepreneurs on my website, uh, on my uh, on my screen here. So as soon as we're done, I'm going to go sit and listen to it because I'm fascinated uh, by it. But also to my audience, uh, all the show notes will have the links to connect with Elena and get those free uh, little gifts that she's giving you to if you're interested in becoming a TEDx speaker or just want to learn more about global entrepreneurship. The links will be down in the show notes. Uh, Elena, thank you again for being an amazing guest. I can't thank you enough for being a, a guest here on the show and sharing your story with us. Thank you so much, Phil. It was a pleasure. And to everybody else, remember to always invest in yourself because you never know where it's going to bring you.